you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. The scriptures say when we hear the name Jesus, we should bow our heads and bend our knee. Well, today we commemorate the name of Jesus, the holy name of Jesus. It was instituted by St. Bernardine in the 16th century uh, of reverence for that holy name, which means so much to us who believe. This is Father Lou. Let me hear from you. Father Lou Skurdy at Hotmail.com. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia. The Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. To those who accepted Him, He gave power to become the children of God. Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John the Baptist testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from the sky and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've heard the phrase, what's in the name, and it's applicable today. St. Bernardine of Siena had a devotion to uh, the name of Jesus, and on his um, inscriptions and his monograms, he made a design with the first three letters of the name of Jesus in Greek. It, it, look, it looks like I-H-S, it's iota, uh, epsilon, sigma, and it is the first three letters of Jesus in, in Greek. He had a great devotion for the name of Jesus, and um, years later, the current pope instituted today as a holy day, not obligation, but a holy day to commemorate, and, and how perfect the season, you know, the season of Jesus. Interesting how John the Baptist, I think, we can identify with. Because he's talking about seeing Jesus. But listen to what he's saying. You know, we always presume the, the saints or the people in Scripture have insight that we don't have. And I think the authors, especially today, uh, John, tries to let us understand that, you know, he, he knew Jesus like you and I know Jesus. 
comes across a little differently, but n- notice what he says. Jesus comes down the mountainside, and while John is in the Jordan baptizing, and he says, look, behold, that's the Lamb of God, the one who will take away the sin of the world, the one who will free us. Now, you figure they should have known each other. They're cousins, probably. Uh, Don't forget, his mother is Elizabeth. When Mary went to visit Elizabeth, the baby, John, leaped in her womb for joy when she heard when the baby heard Mary's voice. So they know each other. They, they're, they're in the same family. But I don't know how close they were. John, the tradition tells us that John the Baptist probably was educated by a Qumran community called Essenes, which is right outside of, the Holy, right outside of Jerusalem. And, uh, and some of Jesus' teaching reflect that also. So there was a kind of similarity in their theology and in their, in their teachings. So, I don't know how God spoke to John, but I do know he spoke to John the same way he speaks to you and me. I I don't think it was in our ear. I don't think it was in his ear. And he he tries to make that clear. He said, here's the one that God told me I'm supposed to look for. And here he comes. I'm baptizing. But this one is going to baptize in the Holy Spirit. And he says, "I, I didn't know him. But the reason I came was to baptize. So he doesn't know Jesus as his cousin. Probably didn't celebrate birthdays together. Probably didn't hang out together. But there is a similarity. They're only six months apart. And they're both filled with the Spirit. Now, what is that? Filled with God's grace filled with the connection that any of us have with God that increases with prayer, that increases with with meditation on who God is in our lives. So he says, I didn't know him, but God said to me, when he comes, I will notice him because the Spirit will rest on him like a dove. Now, the Holy Spirit is not a bird. Okay, let's get that straight. The symbolism of the spirit as a dove comes from this and many other references in scripture about doves and how beautiful they are and all that stuff. We even have it in our stained glass windows here in in the the image of the sacrament of baptism, the dove. He says the spirit of God came upon him like a dove would come upon someone. So did he see it? Did he see it from his heart? Did he see it with his eyes? Don't know. But he did experience the fact that when Jesus came down the mountainside toward him in the the Jordan, there was something about him. Okay, let's fast forward to our own lives. You've heard the phrase, may have used it, love at first sight. Okay, we know what that symbolizes. And we don't always fall in love with the the person that we see at first sight, but the phrase is important because it introduces a connection between us and the person we're talking about, love at first sight. It could be love at first sight. It could be ministry at first sight. It could be uh, charity at first sight. Something that inspires us that we can't necessarily put our finger on and say, that's why. It's the person personality, the surrounding events, 
and the mystery of it all, the spirit of it all. And that's probably what happens in this scene. But I I think we need to emphasize the fact that John experienced the spirit of God on Jesus as you and I can, if we open our hearts and minds, experience the spirit of God on one another. And shouldn't we? We're baptized into the body of Christ. We're members of the body of Christ. And because of that name, Jesus, we're saved. And that name, Jesus, is the name of our brother. He becomes one of us. The scriptures say he, he, he dwelt among us. And the, and the phrase that they use when they're translating it from the original Greek is he set up his tent among us, Jesus. He lived with us. He was one of us. And we who follow him can accept his spirit. And we who follow him can bring his spirit into our lives. You're not going to see a bird. You might see a tear. You might see a hungry person. You might see a person you love. You might see a person that you take care of. You might see a person who's a neighbor. You might see a person in need. You might be, see the person that you are absolutely going to spend the rest of your life with. doesn't matter. Love at first sight. If we see one another in the spirit, the spirit of God. So Jesus comes on the scene and John makes it very clear I'm, I'm finished now. I did my job. I baptized with water. He's baptizing you in the Spirit. So now we have the connection. God the Father sends the Spirit to Jesus. Jesus gives us his Spirit, making us members of his family, making him our big brother, making him someone we really can rely on, making his Father our Father. It's a simple scene like this that is very significant for us as Christians because it gets us to realize God isn't out there like way in the sky or in the mountains or in the hilltop. God is available to us. God set his tent among us. God walked the earth with us. God lived and dwelt among us. And that's where we find him. Today, definitely in one another. And that's a responsibility because some of us don't like each other. So that's a challenge, right? So what do we do? We go into his faith, into his theology, and we learn his mystery. Love and charity and feeding and taking care and forgiving. And we have the opportunity because of his insight to experience him in the real presence in the Eucharist. So... The Spirit of God comes upon us. The name is Savior, Jesus. He saved us. And you know what the word means? Healing. Salve, healing. He healed us so that we can heal one another as his family. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. 
Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.